0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on season five, episode number four. Today's a sports. No, today is not a sports. It's songs edition, Andy. I gotta change that. It's a songs edition. Today is November 30th, 2023. The last day of November, we're gonna be into December here soon before you know it. Andy, how are you?
1: Well, see I wore a baseball jersey and threw you all off on that.
0: Yes, you know, that is exactly what happened. Let's get that fixed here. That was- uh, We'll have someone in the recording studio update that. But we've got a good episode. What we're going to do is a album review today, Andy.
1: Yeah, we're yeah we've we're training in new interns right now, too. With the holidays here. Everybody's got time off. You know, we trust that we're,
0: we're going to yeah, do an album cousin, review. Cousin
1: Chris is filling in for Jeff today, so, you know.
0: Our high-paid people yeah. here on the staff. So we've got it fixed. We're on episode four. We're on season five. Yes. We've done this band before. Andy we've done it twice it's one of my uh favorite lesser known bands that exists I think and I think we'll get a lot of following here but the band is Godsmack Godsmack is what people refer to as a combination of kind of like an Alice in Chains and Metallica
1: yeah that'd be fair
0: Uh, the, the song itself uh Godsmack from Alice in Chains is where Godsmack got their name of their band from but we're gonna do faceless tonight Nice. Another great album cover here. Check this out, Andy.
1: I like that one. That's pretty cool.
0: Uh, when this came out, I bought it uh, right away. I owned it. I was going through an, uh, a Godsmack phase uh, in my life and covered a lot of these things and, and listened to a lot of these albums front to back, over and over and over. And this was some good stuff. Uh, you know, and reviewing this this week brought back a lot of good stuff. I was like, I don't, I don't listen to these guys enough. Good times, good times. It was good times. Uh, you, you know, for you, not so much. You, you're not a big fan. You listen to some of the songs. You know, some of the regulars, probably. But um, hopefully, you can chime in with some comments. Yes. I inputs. Yeah, I'll certainly have a bunch, including some notes uh, here after the episode is done, as far as uh, some real live uh, in, in information with what their uh, lead lead singer. So, Faceless is the third studio album by American rock band Godsmack. Um, it's the first one with drummer Shannon Larkin. Uh, he was the old former drummer for Ugly Kid Joe. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, You did. See, I didn't, I'd never heard of that band. You never heard of Ugly Kid Joe? No, no. Oh, I'll but to... this, But this is where some of our musical tastes don't align. You know, we didn't, I never heard of the band, but you are well familiar with them. Quick story about Ugly Kid Joe. When I saw
1: them, they opened up for uh, Ozzy on his, one of his early farewell
0: tours you saw them awesome
1: yes and i think zach well guitarist for ozzy at the time and he was not impressed though the kid Joe. He kind of mentioned that on the stage so okay good guys but they were just um that one song video was all right they were coming kind of mtv hit yeah and uh they they thought they were better than
0: they were okay well fair enough you know um we're here to educate and so yes. The songs that came off this album called I Stand Alone, the song Straight Out of Line, both had Grammy nominations for Best Rock Song and Best Hard Rock Performance, respectively. So I Stand Alone was uh, Best Rock Song and Straight Out of Line as Best Rock Performance at the Grammy. So these guys were were popular. I mean, they they were the deal. And and the last 15 Twenty years, you know, there hasn't been much new music, new studio stuff from rock bands, unless uh, of the big of the ones that kind of fly under the radar. But that was one of the reasons I followed these guys because they were uh, they were out there selling, uh, going on tour. I've seen them one time in concert. Um, the subject of the album uh, was, it, you know, this album's a bit more musical, they say at, at times, and it's a bit more melodic, but it's still raw. It's still tough. It's got that Godsmack edge to it, but it's not quite as angry, maybe, as the past stuff has been. Well, I, I listened to the album again, it certainly is angry. It, it yeah. is in-your-face angry songs on this entire album, and they say it's not as much as the previous albums, but uh, it, it's good. I love the the drums, I love the lead guitar, the bass, the vocals, and it's very clean. Each of these songs are very clean and very tight. So, they've got some new things. They uh, they came out with this. Uh, it was debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. Uh, it went one-time platinum. To this day, it sold 1.5, so it never hit the two platinum level. It sold Most of their CDs were sold that first week or the first month.
1: It might hit it after this episode, though. You never know.
0: It could after this episode. It could. Now, they were going up against um, the, the album that came out with was Linkin Park's Meteora. Yep. How do you say it? Meteora? I and so it. that was that was big at the time, so it bumped them off. But the second single that came out straight out of line would, would have been a top Grammy Award winner, but it was going up against Evanescence, Bring Me to Life at that time. Yep. And so it never got it. It got nominated for a Grammy but didn't win because of that.
1: Just had some bad timing on it.
0: Bad timing. Every uh, – album that we review talks about it's it's very important on the timing here's the track listing andy and what this is is 12 songs straight up and it's it's they're all three four five minute songs Uh, nothing big nothing really long there's a short song there stuck in the middle kind of an instrumental but uh all the rest are good here it is straight out of line very good song faceless very good changes next song is make me believe next song is i stand alone Next song is realign Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: pastor might be listening.
0: The next song is I effing hate you. Okay, I blank hate you is what it yeah. says. And that is the actual name of the song and you're talking about some angry this if you're going through a breakup in a relationship or something. This is the album for you because yeah. these songs are mainly dealing with anger and breakup and opposite sex um, yep. frustration is really what it's what it's dealing with not for everyone. Song eight is releasing the demons. Uh, Song nine is dead and broken. Song ten is I am. Song ten is the awakening. That's a real short instrumental that leads into the song Serenity. Serenity, and that's kind of. You almost think
1: that the awakening is not a song; it's just a lead into Serenity, but it is. It's its really all that it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's really it's eleven strong songs here. Now the personnel: Sully Erna. Lead yep. guitars, um, rhythm guitar, additional drums. He came up as a drummer, plays rhythm guitar, now a very good vocalist, does a very good harmonica is what he does in concert live on the show. There's a couple songs in their earlier album with harmonica that he does. Uh, Tony Rombola, lead guitar, Robbie Merrill, bass, and Shannon Larkin, drums. So... Andy, uh, you know it's it's forty seven minutes long. Forty seven minutes, nineteen seconds. It's considered alternate, alternative metal, new metal, and and heavy metal. New as in nu. Yeah, I've
1: never gotten into that new with all that is. But yeah, it's metal. It's, it, it was nineties metal. Um, I liked it when I listened to it again for the first time today. It was one of those like as the songs came out. It's like, oh, I remember that song. Oh yeah, I know that song. Again, I liked the songs, I'm familiar with them, but nothing where I was buying the records like you or anything like that. But, um, like I said, Shannon Larkin, the drummer from Ugly Kid Joe, he was also, um, if you remember the band Candlebox, he was stuff for, yes. for a little bit too, also. So you might, was that Pacific
0: Northwest both. band?
1: Yeah, he's a Seattle guy.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, like I said, very clean album. Everything went, they're so good. I mean, these guys just—the sound is so cool, and that's why the—I have no problem listening to the album all the way through. And not going, I'm going to skip this song. It may not be a great song or near favorites, but it's still good enough. You're okay listening to it. You don't have to like this song blows. I'm skipping it. You don't do that on this album.
0: Yeah, it's. You I it agree. Play. I listened to the whole thing straight through, and and was surprised. It's kind of <laughs> like I don't want to say Aerosmith, where some of the songs start sounding all the same. Did you get yeah. that feel that some of their no. songs sound okay. okay?
1: You could tell there were different songs, but they still went smooth together. Where you, it was done because let's do it on Spotify, shameless plug. Um, and all of a sudden it was over. It's like that was forty-five minutes already. Because you don't feel like, oh yeah that song whatever. They're all keep you intrigued to listening. You know,
0: and I. I misspoke earlier. There's no five minute song even on there. There are a couple of songs that are three minutes, but all the rest are four and they, they yep. end nice and crisp They don't drag it out. There's no long instrumentals. There's no love song, no ballads. Uh, Serenity at the end is, is softer. But once again, these guys are talking about, these are real live lyrics, almost like you're listening to Pacific Northwest, almost like grunge. No, um, no. where the emotional lyrics are on their sleeve. I mean, it's, it's, you said yeah, there was no all...
1: five-minute songs. You're not including the two UK bonus tracks there, Dan.
0: Oh no, no. I usually so so King when we Royals do the, the a reviews, live, seven and a half and, oh, yeah, those are three and a half and a
1: half.
0: yeah the UK bonus tracks. There's a couple of those live versions, and typically when you do the album review, yeah. uh, I don't get don't into know, the Japanese enough. tracks or the other tracks or the bonus editions and things like that. But this one does. There's there's two of them there. If you get the UK version, then we'll
1: put 13 more minutes of music on right there in two songs.
0: Yeah, that, you know, that's that's a little too much. But these guys are known for having good album covers, uh, clean and yeah. simple. I should say. The first one everyone knows their first album or two. I think everyone knows what they look like. Uh, but it's once once again, it's a, it's songs you'll pop in or hear at the bar and say, "Oh, that's Godsmack." I didn't I didn't know that. Um, one review on the let's see here it is. Uh, K-N-A-C, the radio station, also awarded the album four stars and called the album Good, Loud, Aggressive, Heavy, parentheses, Slightly Pop Rock. Now, I would agree with that. It's it's Good, Loud, Aggressive. It, this is all aggressive, hard rock, heavy metal music. And that's what you I know, love.
1: The, the one song title, they were all, when he says pop rock, they're all okay to be on the radio. They weren't so over the top, uh, which is, I love them. It wasn't so over the top like Rob Zombie or something like that. Yes, yes. Yep. So you can sneak it in on a pop station if it made the charts and you're okay going, oh, it's in the top 40, muscle well play. It. What the hell? They're okay getting away with this one. Um, it wasn't in the regular playlist, but you know, they throw it out on a Friday night. Oh,
0: look, we're playing rock and roll,
1: you know, on KDWB. Ooh, look at us, you know.
0: And that and that you song hear once a week on there. And that song you're talking about, you know, actually appeared on a TV spot for the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Albeit the instrumental version, of course. Yes. Yes, but so it's so no, it's real humor. good, songs, real good music. They couldn't put the lyrics on there, but these are things that you know they're all Sully Erna. It's all stuff he's been dealing with, st- stuff that he's dealt with in his life. Uh, and he song, produced this
1: album too, I believe.
0: He did, yes. And so Sully is one of those guys. I've always been a big fan of of his music and his uh, his musician and musicianship background. Now, he came from a tough a tough lifestyle. He grew up in, uh, I think it was Lawrence, uh, Massachusetts. There's a book written about him, uh, about his biography. It's basically a biography about him growing up. And that's been converted now to a movie. It's actually out now, Andy. Oh, wow. The movie's called I Stand Alone, The Sully Erna Story. And I watched the trailer uh, twice. I watched the trailer twice. It looks phenomenal. I may want to watch that this weekend and do a – Another review or something because I've done a
1: couple of music movie reviews before. Go right ahead.
0: I might try that because this guy's lifestyle, where he came from, you're either in the gangs on the streets, involved with drugs, uh, and the gang member, gang bang lifestyle. Now, he's a, I'm not I'm not stereotyping. But he's just a normal white normal white kid from Boston. I mean that's all right. these guys are. And he's only I think he's five foot seven maybe if, if that. He's a small guy. Right. But he was on the streets. Well, his name is and-
1: Salvatore, so yeah. I mean, he's your typical yes. little Italian from Boston, but stereotype. So you know he didn't really stand a chance unless you'd be tougher, you'd be dead. It was kind of the way I had to be growing up.
0: And so he, he he faced a lot of decisions and went through a, a tough a tough uh, stage there in his life. But when he found music and got into music and said, "I gotta, I got, this is the only way I'm gonna get out of here uh, alive," yeah. or be, be, besides being in jail, being in prison, or being dead, uh, I need yeah. to get into music and focus. And he is. A straight clean cut guy. These guys, uh very good, very good musician. But the documentary is called I Stand Alone, and a lot of the stuff he's done on his own, on his own uh perseverance, uh and, and getting getting through and making decisions. Now, not that they were easy along the way, but he's happened to write all these down. These song lyrics are all personal experiences of, of stuff that he's gone through. Now, Andy, they released five songs on this album. Yes, five, and so you five know. Five. they released five off this album only has nine songs or, or 11 songs on it uh, 11 songs plus the inter- instrumental so there's 12 but you know a 93x was big when these guys first was coming out and they got a lot of airplay and a lot of air- radio stations like that but they released the song I stand alone this is you know this is over 20 years ago I stand alone mm-hmm. was released and then straight out of line most people are gonna know that song serenity that's that clo- that's that softer um, drums effect they they've got a lot of the uh, kind of the African uh bongo drums and things Oh, in some okay yep yep and then they released realign and then I am and so they and that's over a over almost a two, one or two year period they released five singles yep. from this album so it went one and a half times uh one and a half times platinum but that's I mean, all two up of, top of Godsmack
1: two of them reached number one. Uh, real line reached number three, so they did all right.
0: And it was that crowd. It was that early 20 crowd. It was that teenage crowd. You yeah. know, when you when you target that teenage angst, going after the teenage angst of years, like which most rock musicians did to attract that crowd, a la Alice Cooper, Dio, Black Sabbath, uh, Kiss, is the crowd that you yeah. go after. That's what they did perfect, I think. If I was a high school student, I'd be a big Godsmack fan, Andy.
1: Yes, you would have the concert shirt on in class.
0: Oh, yes. So see the uh, the documentary, I Stand Alone, um, that, that looks pretty good. It's a story not on Godsmack, just on Sully Erna himself. Yep. Hour and a half documentary. We'll, we'll highlight that in upcoming shows. All right. Let's go to your uh, musical notes.
1: All right. Let's go to what I got here. Got some concert stuff we're going to start with. Medina Entertainment Center's got some concerts coming up here. Harrowall. Next week's December 9th.
0: Coming Here up. Uh,
1: the White Keys opening up. Not familiar with the White Keys.
0: That's so, almost racist.
1: Yeah, it kind of sounds bad, but.
0: No, is that the uh, reference to the piano, Ebony and Ivory?
1: I'm hoping so, but not like the janitor keys on your hip. I don't know. I'm going to go with that. Maybe they just play piano music and use just
0: the White Keys. I don't know. Not sure. Okay.
1: America's Van Halen Experience Jump will be there Friday, January 5th. Doors open at 7, show at 8. $17 okay. for advanced general admission only. So
0: And is this the is this the band that does both Van Halens or is that a different band called Balance? I think that's Balance. Okay. Whoops.
1: There we go. Firehouse and Sweet coming February 10th. Now I like being my firehouse, don't get me wrong. Yep, yep. Forty-seven dollars for gold tickets, thirty-five for General Admission. I don't like them that much.
0: Uh now is this Michael Sweet? No, just sweet.
1: Who is not to be confused with Michael Sweet from Striper? No.
0: Okay, so this is sweet. Is this more the uh the older band? Yes. Okay, yes.
1: This is not either one of the sweet boys from Striper, no.
0: Okay, not a striper uh, uh split reference, off. reference, no. Not a reference, but yeah, the tickets there are seem high for for Medina, but that's Firehouse okay. is a major, major league live.
1: So, but hey, the Bowl on Shockby. they got a few shows coming up. Ten thousand days, a Tool tribute band, December first. That'd be now, tomorrow if you're watching tonight.
0: Wh- what I've heard, Andy, is that this is the Tool band to see. Yeah, this is yeah. it. This the is the deal. I'm going to see them. Uh, I'm not a big Tool fan, but I would love to see this show. I'm busy. I can't go the first year. But next time they're in town, I want to see these guys at the Shockby Bowl. This is a tremendous tribute band. Uh, 10, I see they're a lot in
1: local places. So, yeah, we'll have a chance to see them again. December 15th, Pop Rocks. Um, I'm a little confused with Pop Rocks. They got an Ozzy Osbourne on there, but hey.
0: Well, it's, I think what they have here is, and I've heard that this is a pretty good show once again. It draws a yep. lot of people because it's half pop and half rock, I think is why yeah. it's called Pop Rocks. Yep. But but maybe, you know, the Aussie thing, I don't know. I don't want to rock, hey, I don't I just, judge. I just report the news. I don't make it. I think these get good showings. Uh, yeah, they the do.
1: And show. I've never seen them. I've always wanted to. And just our, our schedules never align. I'll have to talk to them.
0: They'll have to realign like the Godsmack song. Now,
1: like when I was a kid, here's how I got my playlist, and here's some other stuff I've added to my playlist lately. Oh, yes. The new Judas Priest album or song is out, Trial by Fire. Rob Halford still got it. Great video. We've got it on our Facebook page. I highly recommend you give it a listen. Judas Priest, Trial by Fire. Yes. And by the way, they'll be here uh, the 2nd of May, 2024. At the Armory.
0: Okay. Great show. Great venue.
1: Pearl Jam's got a new album coming out. If you still like Pearl Jam, I uh, think there's a
0: lot of people out there that really like these guys. Uh, yeah. I never got into them. I, you know,
1: I did at first. And it just kind of got boring after a while. I don't know what it is. I mean, God bless them. They're still doing good. Not in my cup of tea anymore. But I know a lot of our fans are into it, so that's why we're here. Heartless at St. Craig Casino tomorrow for a free show.
0: That so, is, no. if you get a chance, if you're out that direction for our listeners, uh, try to jump into that show. That's a great, uh, yep. great show.
1: Now, Steve Perry, Lee singer Journey, was fired. He broke his hip on a hike. The band didn't want to wait for over a year for him to get better from a hip surgery, so that's why they replaced him. The morals of the story is, Sit around and get fat. Don't try to exercise. You're going to break your hip and lose your job.
0: Yes, just have fun uh, like yes. like we do here at the yeah, show. Just
1: don't try to be – get that dad bod. Just put a few pounds on it. Don't try on. to do too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much money did that trying to be healthy and thin cost him? Come on. Yes.
0: Steve Perry.
1: Don Dockin, he says he's picked the actor to play him in the movie. Now, he never did re- name that person. But in an interview with Steve Mascord of White Lion Fever. They're making a movie about Doc kind of like Motley Crue's Dirt. Um, with when Jeff Pilsen and George Lynch and Mick Brown were in the band. Sounds like they're making a Dockin movie. I love me my Dockin, but I never thought to be a movie about him.
0: And and not saying that you know the movie could be certainly good. I want to i I'd like right. to see it, but I just can't imagine it doing doing well. and you know, was yeah. they, they had their fun. And back in the day, but it's not quite like Motley Crue's The Dirt.
1: Right. And they're saying they're hoping that, okay, if this movie does well and kind of gets a resurgence of Doc and Love, like The Dirt did for Motley Crue, would the four get back together or not?
0: Huh, good question. Which leads me I to like, right. I like how we had the press conference to announce that a, a lead singer, I mean, the, the lead actor has been announced. And, and they haven't said who it is, but the no, story was he- the fact that he found one.
1: He says, the, the, they showed me a list of five guys. I didn't like any of them. She me to the homework, Dan.
0: Yes, I got my pen ready. Give me something would, to write on.
1: Who would play you in a movie about you? Um, Don't need sorry. an answer now. Put it in the comments below on our Facebook page. Wow. For the show. That's Who tremendous. would play you in a movie? Seriously. Just think about it. No, Jason Momoa is not going to play you. Jason Inc. Jason Inc. Might play you <laughs> some new releases. Okay, like the Judas Priest well, but uh, a new release of a sequel to the iconic movie Spinal Tap is coming out in February. Yeah. I, I, the, or they'll start filming in February. I'm sorry, I I'm all giddy. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that that could be good.
1: That could be good. Ace has got a new album out, 10,000 Volts. And I just want to show this to you because you don't see this very often. An album in the track listings nowadays. Usually it's just, oh, yeah, he's got a couple songs out on Spotify, then two more later. An actual album. Which leads me to my next one. And I know we've talked about this before, but it brought it up again. Between 79 and 92, Hank Williams Jr. released 21 albums. That's basically an album every eight months, and every single one of them went at least certified gold.
0: Now that that is phenomenal. Suck it, Taylor Swift. That is unreal.
1: So, can you imagine, like, her? Oh, she releases an album on Spotify, and she has, you know, ten of the top fifteen songs because the whole album gets released at once. Can you imagine what this man would have done during that run in today's music industry? He wow. he would have been the top 10 for 21 years.
0: Or the for entire, 21 albums worth, you know. They 80s for sure.
1: Yeah, he would have been the top 10 in the 80s. It just so and just one more thing. I hope you you dads never have to have this conversation with your child. Yes. And those of you on the audio side, it's a meme where the dad says, son, someday you'll be a man. The son goes, but Dad, I'm 27. The dad says, "Yes, but you still listen to Luke Bryan.
0: That's awesome. You know, I did see that meme and I did chuckle when I saw that. I'm so glad you posted it here. That was pretty good.
1: We're not big Luke Bryan fans here, if you could tell.
0: Well, we just, I think what we like, Andy, is just good rock and hard rock music, good classic rock and roll.
1: Fakes it too much, but that's all I got, sir. Now, like I said, Medina and the Bowl that we mentioned for concerts, there is other shows in between, not saying they're good or bad. I just picked out the ones I liked.
0: So there. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. They do have shows every weekend, but uh, we just like to pick out the ones that are best for our audience, right? The demographic nice. and the audience. Yep, yep. yep. And we'll listen to of
1: kind of mix it up. Yep.
0: We've got a good show next week uh, for you all.
1: Yes. If you
0: see a band you want us to cover, let us
1: know in the comments below or send us a private message or slide into our DMs, as they say.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's all I've got here. All right. Have a good week, everyone. It. See ya. See ya.